Hello, welcome, friends, former students, and uh, and heroes. Um, I developed an interest in. Um, That was an instruction to my uh, lecturing technique. Uh, my wife said to apologize because I'm taking medicines that make my voice even more croaky and inaudible in than, uh, than usual. It isn't just that I'm from Birmingham, as is Joe and as is uh, Phil to talk later. Uh, since we come from Birmingham, we know what traffic is really like and, uh, and highways and, and the rest. Um, what do I press to move forward, by the way? Right, okay. Uh, I, I developed an interest in, in highways, um, I suppose, at the, end of the, uh, at the end of the 70s, and uh, um, I was astonished at how few people seemed to be interested in highways. I was teaching in the School of Architecture at the time, so perhaps that was um, enough explanation. Um, and I, I befriended, uh, whilst trying to do some urban design work, uh, urban design masters, in fact, uh, the, uh, the German publisher of this uh, this document at a much earlier stage, and um, they produced a, an English translation which was illegible, translated by somebody who didn't understand highways and uh, and traffic. And I then attempted, but I'm not a highway engineer either, so I've probably loaded it with um, errors uh, as well as typos. Anyway, uh, I recommend it. It's a fantastic book. I'm going to start in a perverse, um, backwards way because I think the German stuff and the battles we have in Britain um, are founded long, a long time ago, and I'm not sure whether I've gone back far enough, but um, in 1948, a famous uh, planner architect, uh, Thomas Sharp, I think architect, um, was writing, writing that uh, the figures, which you may or may not be able to interpret, show that in Oxford in 1947 and 48, there were as many cyclists as, um, as drivers uh, at the um, junctions of Carfax and various other junctions in the centre of town. And he wrote, writes that uh, some prominence has been accorded to the number of bicycles that helped to make up the total volume. In most English towns and cities, bicycle traffic can be more or less ignored as a factor leading to traffic congestion. It cannot be ignored in Oxford. The bicycle is not only one of the main components in any Oxford landscape, it is one of the main causes of traffic congestion. And then the wonderful phrase, a few locusts are of little importance. A swarm is a plague. The hatred of, uh, of cycling as a mode, I think, goes throughout English planning and English architecture um, from at least uh, the war, uh, and if not, uh, until today. So how can we plan for the urban environment if one of the significant, or in this case, most significant modes of transport is actually um, disliked and hated? And... Um, the Germans, I was surprised to discover, um, thought that 1963's Traffic in Towns was a fantastic book. They interpreted it rather differently than, uh, than we did. Um, they interpreted it as uh, being about the need to establish environmental areas, whereas in my hometown it was regarded as um, a recipe for destroying environmental areas um, as much as possible and leaving just small Bantu stands for pedestrians to run around in. Um, so the, the Germans adopted this book. They already had their motorways. It was perfectly understandable. Um, in 1980, the Germans, the interest 
in what was happening in the Netherlands, in Germany, reached a point that they adopted wholesale the Dutch um, traffic calming regula uh, regulations. Uh, the translation of Verkehrsberuhigung, I understand, uh, is actually traffic tranquilizing rather than traffic calming, but um, uh, tranquilizing is a sweet uh, notion. And the first uh, uh, German documentation that, uh, that dealt with um, uh, this new approach to um, towns as if traffic was part of the mix rather than all of the mix uh, was their equivalent of DB32 or Manual for Streets 1, which came out in 1984-85. And then in 1983, they produced uh, Manual for Streets 2, um, which is recommendations for, for main streets. And 2006, the, uh, the, these two documents were joined together, and we've caught up just about um, uh, with that. And on the right, a very unusual sign, one of the uh, Verkehrsberuhigung uh, experimental areas, I think this one was in Berlin, the idea of actually planning the street with people who live on the street is a very unusual uh, approach, of course. And then these uh, <clears throat> images on the top left showing the way that streets feel like in towns. In other words, the traffic roars through and then perhaps a rather different concept towards the right. The DB32 and traffic in towns notion of keeping uh, traffic out has often led to um, closing off and extending the amount, increasing the amount of traffic rather than reducing the amount of traffic. Those of you who have read the uh, Red Row manager's recent outburst in building design might um, recognise that he's trying to move back to 1963, the poor benighted soul. So in uh, the uh, mid-80s, um, following the... Uh, <coughs> Following the um, uh, adoption of the uh, Dutch principles in, in Berlin, uh, the traffic engineers uh, produced traffic calming, not in the German way, not in the Dutch way of um, wiggling a wiggly street, but um, in these uh, rectilinear parts of Moabit um, by being forced to find a form of traffic calming that respected the architecture. That's the way it's uh, explained. In the, uh, in the mid 80s, in other words, having a rectilinear way of, uh, of producing traffic calming and then using the existing concrete uh, granite blocks that make up the, uh, the road surface to, um, to affect traffic. Uh, I was there with some students in the uh, early 90s and it was a complete shock to see um, Mercedes 190s with wind dams on the front and, uh, and uh, fag paper thin tyres doing about two miles an hour through Moabit uh, in a way that um, would still be regarded as um, astonishing in England. Anyway, out of this background comes the um, uh, directors for the design of urban roads. I had nothing to do with the title, but it makes it slightly more instructive, I guess, than merely guidance. But this is one of the illustrations that the authors uh, use about <coughs> trying to produce a, uh, a place that enables you to ride a bike, to cross the street, to drive anyway, and to, uh, for public transport, for delivery, and for uh, stress-free. And there's a, a, a wonderful exchange of ideas between um, people like Tim Farrow, um, who was influenced by the German work, and uh, the German work, who uh, this, is, this is one of the images that was sent to me by the uh, authors of the German 
document. I don't suppose many of you recognise traffic in um, the Devon County Council traffic calming guidelines. And if you don't recognise it, get to a decent library and look it up because it's... Is it in... Well, I didn't. I don't have the link, so I can't give you that one. Uh, anyway, it's um, it's it's fantastic, um, and uh, to be recommended. And the author's sitting on the front row, Tim Ferrer. <laughs> so the book has objectives and principles. Uh, it classifies urban streets. It has a design methodology. It has a recommended solutions, which is the uh, the rule book version, and then descriptions of the uh, individual designs for those places that don't fit. Uh, the rule book to design street space. And it's quite a shock to, it was certainly a shock to me to come across this German stuff since I'd only just discovered Design Bulletin in 32 um, when I discovered the German approach that it's possible to have uh, streets that are regarded as places rather than having streets in our urban areas and then places in little, um, little islands in between it. So the, uh, the street design is based on a functional hierarchy that, hierarchy that um, the engineers will recognise with a, a matrix of uh, street types, roads of national importance and roads of local importance. And, and then it has a section of typical design solutions, 12 typical design solutions, uh, from residential lanes to streets up to um, no frontage access, uh, access roads. I'm not sure we go as far as having 12 different uh, descriptions of street types. Um, and it covers all the work that they've done. Uh, there are examples in the book of work that they were doing in the 80s as well as, um, uh, as, well as much later work. Um, it's a very organised and uh, consoling approach. So it takes uh, the point that um, a street will have lots of different functions. Uh, as it processes through from being a link road at the edge of a development to a local main street, to an urban main road, to a main shopping street. And so it recognises things like parking. You might need to park on the street. You might need to load on the front of a street um, rather than necessarily demanding that you have a loading space uh, around the back. And so following the recommendations, the, um, the, the, the given method, uh, first of all, you choose the... Uh, Whose well, the characteristic requirements of this particular street, and then you uh, make a decision whether it's got public transport in it or not, and then the vehicle, <coughs> excuse me, uh, a vehicle density, and then the available width, and then a type of street that you might lift off the page and uh, apply to your design. And one of the things that's stunning about this, or you can just about see it on the screen, I think, is that. Um, Cycling is part of the uh, design, as opposed to um, uh, being an add-on. There is a section on cycling in the document, um, but cycling is a natural part of every of every um, of every design. It's uh, this isn't uh, a book that covers motorways, so cycling is um, a mode of transport. It isn't just the um, brightly coloured single-speed. Um, loon buckets to ride around Hackney, uh, but a uh, regular mode of transport, and uh, uh, the whole of Germany has, what, 9, 10% of journeys made by bicycles, in spite of the fact that it has some high-speed roads, and most Germans go and spend the weekend in uh, northern Italy. <coughs> so a main shopping street has uh, an access function, a main urban street function, um, 
and blah, blah, blah. It's got dense business use, it continued built up, um, not very much residential, perhaps. Um, and then one of the things that it, it sets out, it demands in the book, is that, that you, the designer, design segments of road. You don't design roads as, as if they go from Minsk to uh, Limerick. Uh, you design roads responding to the, uh, to the buildings that are on that section. And if it isn't easy to make a segment out of a piece of road, then you've got to find a way of making a segment out of a piece of road that it, so, that, so that from the driver's point of view, they're driving through a place and not through um, something that's open and, uh, and continuous. And special points uh, to note, footway space is important. It's important for businesses. Tree planting is desirable. I think it was Phil Jones who did a study some time ago showing that there wasn't a tree built in a new English housing estate. What a bizarre situation. Uh, the, the, the Germans, who of course, love the forest and like clean air and, uh, and the rest of it, um, presume that a tree is part of creating the urban environment from a, from a highway engineering point of view. In other words, it's one of the devices that you use to control the behavior of, uh, of, uh, of, of traffic. And the notion of actually having places for people to sit on the high street in. I was told that the, uh, if you've been to Oxford, we have some very strange things called seats on the main pedestrian streets in Oxford. And they were designed so that people wouldn't sit on them. And uh, not entirely, but one half has got three seats. The other half has got leaning spaces. Uh, and then it was uh, carefully designed to make it as difficult as possible to lock a bicycle to them. Because bicycles, even in Oxford, even today, are still regarded as a pain in the neck and something to be... Um, ironed out if, uh, if at all possible. And so, coming to the end, the most demanding task in the book, which I'm going to leave you with bated breath over, is um, uh, how do you take your uh, uh, selected profile through the, uh, through the junction? How do you bring this... Can I point to this as well? How do you bring the cycle lane or the cycle way back onto the street? You bring it uh, where it's been safely on the... Um, on the wide sidewalk, this could be a Berlin or a major city example, uh, with parking on the outside of it. You come onto the street, you drop down gently onto the street and then become part of the traffic. It's maybe not something I'd take my eight-year-old granddaughter through, but um, it, uh, it, the presumption is all the time that uh, all of the road users uh, matter. And the alternative approach, individual street design, starts off by uh, talking about the space demand uh, due to the use of the buildings. I find it very refreshing that you might actually have a highways design manual that says who's using the buildings, who's selling, what are their requirements, rather than saying A boards will be, um, will be removed. And, uh, and at the bottom, I've never been quite sure about this bit of quaint, old-fashioned architectural uh, thinking that the proportion of the street matter. Uh, but the, um, the German authors think that the proportions of the street matter and that uh, in urban areas, large proportions of the space of the street should be given over to, um, to staying activities, to footway activities. Uh, and one example, the example in fact is one that some of you might recognize. It's a, a street in Hennef, which is near Cologne Airport uh, between uh, Cologne and Frankfurt. And the concept of the street is that, sorry, the drawing's cut off there, but you have a bunch of trees at the beginning as you go in, and then some narrowings as you go along, 
and some recognition of historic buildings as you approach the centre of the street, and then the centre, sorry, the centre of the urban area, and then the centre of the urban area will be quite different and then open again as it goes on. And this is the uh, pre-88 uh, version of the street that, of course, is taken in winter in the time-honoured fashion. Um, and it has a space of four lanes of traffic going through with on-curb parking. And a few examples of what you hit. So you've been approaching this town of Hennef on an old Roman uh, main road that's three or four lanes wide and feels like a, a main street. It feels like a, a semi-motorway. Uh, and then you hit the edge of the town, traffic lights, and you find yourself, your two lanes are reduced to one, uh, and you find that you've got no forward vision as you go into the uh, into the town. There's two lanes coming out, uh, actually, because there's a rather important um, left turn there. And then as you go further in, well, right into the centre of the town, the road narrows. And the road narrows uh, to six metres. It's, um, it's still six metres. But there's a line of cobbles here that um, widens out as you go into the town. Uh, the four lanes have been changed to two driving lanes and they've kept a parking lane. And the, uh, the cobbles are described by the, um, the designer as a, a safety step. So if you as a pedestrian are crossing the road, you've got the likelihood that nobody would be on the cobbles because it's uncomfortable. And it's a six-metre road and there's a metre of cobbles on each side. So what happens to the drivers who are driving in four metres of smooth tarmac, worrying about their wing mirrors, so without thinking twice about it, you automatically slow down. So this main street through uh, Hinef has got a 50 kilometre limit and the average speed of traffic is about 30, 35 kilometres. So they're doing 20 miles an hour without being asked to do 20 miles an hour. There are 20 miles an hour signposts on the side streets. Uh, and, then as you, and of course the, uh, the trees have all been added since 1988. Um, and are now, well, mostly of them, uh, and so it dramatically changes the image of the place and trees are obviously located in the, in the car parkings. And it's a much shorter road to cross. As you go a bit further in, you um, discover that this is a pedestrian zone that you're not allowed to do anything other than walk in, but you can ride a bike, you're free to ride a bike in it if you choose. But the implication is that you will be riding the bike at sort of walking speeds. And so you often find people riding along the road and then cutting across and then dribbling down to uh, the shop that they wanted to go to or kids riding um, through there on the way home from school. Uh, and lots of spill out from the shops. And so the concept of the street is this, that uh, you've more or less got enough to get a tank transporter through just about, a very important part of uh, highway design in post-war Germany. And... Um, uh, but the actual part that's smooth is, well, 275 in this concept drawing, a little bit more than that in the version that was actually built. And so what happens with this sort of 2.75 is that these huge lampposts in the centre of the town have a rim of granite blocks around them, an octagon of granite, granite blocks. And if you're driving along, you quickly discover that you get a every second or so, grr, 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 as you're going along. So you move away from the grrrs to find the smooth part of the road. And because you found the smooth part of the road, you discover that you're um, within 400 millimetres or so of a parked car, which 
in a shopping street might have a door that opens any moment. So you, the driver, without any requirement to go less than 30 miles an hour, discover that you, for your comfort, you're driving close to car, parked cars. Car, um, and, and because you're driving close to parked cars, you know that they might start moving or a door opening. So you drive even more slowly because you have to keep your eyes open to what might be happening. What a clever system, you know, without any controls, you've got people driving at a slow speed, and he's stood in that street, and you've stood in that street, and various others. And the big lampposts, uh, we were told years ago, I don't know the story now, um, we were told that there were some castings in the town hall, uh, but that they'd never been used, that nobody had driven into the, uh, the lampposts since uh, the scheme had been implemented the last time I asked, probably ten years ago. And it becomes very easy to cross the road one step at a time. And of course, if you've got a vehicle loading, since we don't want loading space in our best urban design, do we? Because that would take useful space on the ground away from occupation, away from, uh, from uh, legitimate uh, uses. So you want the loading to be in the street. These days, with computers and palletized loading, you can actually unload a truck in in minutes anyway, if you put your mind to it. Not like when I was unloading 100 weight plaster sacks from a truck when I was 20. But um, because it's because there are no signs at all, no, no keep left signs or keep right signs on the, uh, the central islands, if somebody driving the minibus that we're in uh, decides to give way, you can, uh, you can get past the, uh, the parked vehicle. And I think that's uh, the end. Oh, a couple of pages of the book about how to come off cycle lanes and go into tracks. I wasn't going to focus too much on the actual content of the book. Thank you very much.